Hello, we are live on the Sports Keto Wrestling YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter for WWE Extreme Rules 2021 predictions and preview. I am with the legendary Kenny Bolin. Let's get to the six match card and let's get to it. Hello, hello, hello. It is me. It is me, your true heel phenom, SP3. We are live for the latest pay-per-view preview show for Sports Keto Wrestling. This time, we're going to be discussing WWE Extreme Rules 2021. It's live this Sunday on the WWE Network and the Peacock. And I am here with the legendary manager, the star maker, the king, Kenny Bowling, well, what's going I think, on? I think the crown speaks very loudly today. Uh, sitting here, uh, just enjoying another lovely day in Louisville after four straight days of rain. We have sunshine today, and it's kind of killing my eyes. I just don't know what to do with that. You got to get it, get it out the eyes so you we can see you loud and clear. But we are here to talk about a little bit WWE Extreme Rules 2021. For anyone watching us live, remember to drop a thumbs up on this video. You can share this video on all your favorite social media platforms. If you are new to the Sports Keto Wrestling YouTube channel, hit that subscribe button. Hit the bell to stay notified for all the great content here. We are closing in on 21,000 subscribers, so help us out if you are new. Push that subscribe button because we have daily content later on today. We got the top story talking about the latest wrestling news after smackdown and aew rampage four hours of professional wrestling tonight it's going to be me rick uccino and the legendary dutch mantel on smack talk so there is so much for you to enjoy there's interviews with Liv morgan big e uh rick uccino is doing a whole bunch of big stuff so check out all the great content that we got here so push that subscribe button and of course if you want to have your predictions be heard of course you can leave your thoughts in the live chat and a super chat donation guarantees us to highlight your comment your hot take your prediction on wwe extreme rules 2021 first of all though kenny we have a lot of big news that we would love to talk to you about you know we have you here on these pay-per-view previews so we got to get your thoughts on the wider spectrum of professional wrestling First, I do want to talk about uh, AEW, a little AEW uh-huh. before we get into the WWE delight, because sure. they had major news this week with a partnership with the Owen Hart Foundation. And yeah. now they're going to be celebrating the legacy of Owen Hart with an Owen Hart uh, Cup uh, tournament that should be coming up in the next couple of months. There's going to be merchandise. There's going to be uh, Owen Hart included in an AEW video game. I know you have experience with the legendary. Oh, yeah. Uh, Owen Hart. So do you have any stories, any memories you would like to talk about? Well, number one, he, he adored my son, Chris. Uh, they, they were uh, just for whatever reason, they just connected extremely well. And uh, it was normally Cornette's job uh, to get me backstage at all the shows. If they were coming to Louisville, Lexington or Indianapolis or any of the surrounding cities they might be in, Jimmy would be the one to get the backstage passes and for me and my son to get in or if we brought any guests. Well, that was during a period of time when Jimmy would oftentimes take his ball and go home. He would have a a dispute with WWE or something. He wouldn't show up at shows or whatever. So, And we would already be set up to go to the show. So it was Owen Hart that stepped up and took care of us whenever Jimmy wasn't there. 
And uh, Owen knew that my son declared to be Canadian. He did not want to be from Nashville. And he's only me too. Got- me too. I'm from New York. And I always, I always said as a kid, I was from you're, Canada. Yeah. From Can- <laughs> okay. Well, you and Chris have something in common then. But the great thing is, is that Owen Hart took him in as an honorary Canadian. Chris, all through high school, claimed he was from Canada, would never uh, declare Nashville. And whenever we'd go to the shows, Owen would be at the back door waiting on us. Hey, man, I got you taken care of. Cornet's not here tonight or whatever. And he always had Canadian bottled water. I don't know where the hell he got it. I wouldn't think WWE had an exclusive deal or WWF as it was for a while at that time. Uh, would have an exclusive deal on Canadian water, but maybe Owen brought his own. I don't know. But every time we'd go to those shows, Owen would uh, put his arm around Chris and take care of him and take him backstage to catering or what have you, and then get Chris Canadian bottled water. So he's running around. I told you I was Canadian dad, and he's showing up the Canadian water. And I'm not sure if I sent it to you or not. Did I send you? It's a very blurry picture that was took backstage of Owen and Chris uh, uh, back not long before he passed away. I mean, it wasn't long after that. And uh, I think there's some pictures of Lex Luger and Kevin Nash with Chris back there, too, during that same time. And uh, I think that's the only picture that we ever got of them together. And I, I figured we had years and years and years to get those. So I never really worried about it, but I'm glad we have the one. At least we have the memories. And you want to talk about two adults, including Mark Henry, who cried like babies uh, when that happened. We saw the look on Lawler's face when it happened. And even though it hadn't been announced, we knew what had gone on. As a matter of fact, Cornette was not at the show that night, if memory serves me correctly. But he did call me and said that he'd had it confirmed. And he's the same as us. We saw Lawler's face and Lawler, you know. He don't look like that if the news is good or if the news is hopeful. And so we knew then it, it was not good. And uh, so that that was one of the roughest nights we probably ever had in, in the wrestling business because he was just such a sweet guy, a dear friend. And he adored Chris. I mean, Chris associated with him probably more than I did because when they got there, they'd hang out. No one would play games with him and they'd talk video games or what have you. And, of course, Owen was one of the great practical jokers of all time. And... Um, Let's see. Well, we'll see if everybody behaves themselves in here. I'm keeping an eye on these comments today, as you know. We'll yes. see here. Everybody better behave themselves because I got executive privilege today, folks. So let's uh, be careful. As long as exactly. Right. I, I'm throwing I'm throwing down the ban hammer very, very quickly on anyone uh, playing games today because we're talking and, about a lot of serious stuff. Yes, we are. We gonna- are. And seeing you're already on thin ice, that's your last that's your last comment uh, that ain't got something to do with this show. So you're on thin ice because I got exactly what's Hazelwood doing donating? And look at look at look at Bob Hazelwood, what's going on? a great supporter. He knows that Kenny Bolin is here, so he's showing his support. And he also Make knows it- I get mad when people donate to this show. I need that money going over to the bowling alley for well, crying well, out loud. Maybe he likes the he combination. Got race. He, he likes the combination of me and you, Kenny. Maybe right. that's why. That could, that's that why. That could be. That, that's kind of is what that it could money be. going to your bank account because I heard it is. You denied it last time I was on this show. I heard you pocketed about a grand the first time I was on this. Hey, show. I, that, that's still, what ride you told me. I'm just telling you what ride you told. I, I, me. I'm, I'm still I'm still trying to take a page from you and Dutch's number and try to get an extra day of uh of money from the sports key to wrestling. Nothing wrong with that. I'm, try, I'm trying to get on another show and stuff. But Bob Hazelwood with a five dollar uh, super chat donation. C A water uh, equals zero point seven. Eight U.S. water at current exchange rates. What, what no does thing. his What does his five dollars super chat donation equate uh, well, to? Know. U.S. water. <laughs> There's more math than I'm capable of doing. I'll tell you that. 
So, like I said, that was a great story about uh, Owen Hart, Kenny. What is what is your thoughts on AEW working with them? The fact that Martha Hart for so long, you know, didn't want to do anything with WWE, but she's doing it with AEW. It's quite a statement to what they're doing and the connection they've made. It's very nice for them to reach out and to offer to do it. And um, you would have thought that WWE would have found a a way and a time uh, to patch those differences up. Apparently not. Um, I, I do know that Owen liked doing that stunt. Uh, it wasn't anything that they said, do this or else fr- from what I knew, from what people told me. And, uh, he, he loved the characters that he played. And I, I don't think anybody made him do it, but you got to make sure your employees are safe. I mean, that's that, that just yeah. cannot happen. It just cannot happen. And, uh, so I understand her anger and I understand that, um, She's she's doing the move that's good for her and good for AEW for providing that format to be able to do that. And I know anything I can do to participate to help in it, I'm happy to do. I mean, th- there wasn't anybody ever in the business that was more loved than Owen Hart. You can't find, you know how the business is. People people yeah. die. I'm sure there's some people in the business that could die today. And I said, well, I got nothing to say, you know, good riddance or whatever. I not, might not necessarily wish anybody dead, but there yeah. are people in this business that are so bad that when they die, you won't get a tear out of me. And uh, I can't find a person that can say anything bad about Owen Hart. And that's not easy in this business. I've alienated my fair share of people. Uh, I know my old buddy Jimmy has. And, uh, you know, all of us can normally find somebody that'll talk shit about us when we're de- when we're dead and gone. I haven't found anybody that can do that with Owen Hart, and that, that's a tremendous. And 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 Paul Bearer was another one, just the yeah. sweetest, kindest man. I can't find anybody. And uh, we we come up with a slogan here years ago that some people are too good to have been in this business. Paul Bearer and Owen Hart are at the very very top of that list. Too good to have been in this business because the business is tough. The business is backstabbing at times. Uh, it's easy to make enemies, not as easy to make friends because everybody's trying to be the top on television and everybody wants that top slot. And when people get it and people don't think they deserve it, a lot of backstabbing goes on. And uh, but you you won't find that out with uh, Owen Hart and Paul Bear. Absolutely. Great, great words by Kenny there. So, of course, keep putting your thoughts in the live chat. Of course, the Super Chat donation. Make sure that we highlight your comment, but we want to hear your predictions for WWE Extreme Rules 2021. We have a six-match card to go through, so we're going to get through this swimming. Is that the lowest numbers on a card that you have seen in recent history? Six, Six matches seems a little low to me. No, usually for the last year or so since the whole yeah. pandemic, they, they've been ranging between like six to seven matches I per okay. pay-per-view. Well, so. as you know, I haven't paid a whole hell of a lot of attention. So. And that's why we make a good team because I explain how we got here with most of these matches, which I will starting off with the Usos defending the SmackDown Tag Team Championships against the Street Profits. These two teams went up against each other for the first time after Jimmy Uso returned with the Usos getting the victory in a very strong TV match uh, this past summer. And uh, the Street Profits got involved in the Bloodlines business when they jumped uh, Finn Balor it was the Street Profits that came in to make the save. These uh-huh. two teams went at it for the SmackDown Tag Team titles on the Madison Square Garden show two weeks ago with the Street Profits winning by disqualification thanks to Roman Reigns coming in and making the save for the Usos when it looked like the Street Profits were going to get the victory. So uh-huh. who do you
you think wins this one here? It's a it's a standard tag team match for a card that's called Extreme Rules. There's only one match with the stipulation that that's actually that's actually yeah. Extreme Rules. But yeah. this match well out. should should be a very good uh, matchup with two of the best tag teams in the WWE. So who you got winning, Kenny? For some reason, I don't see a whole hell of a lot of the Street Profits. I see them from time to time. Nowhere near focused as much as many of the other talents that you'll see on the show. I would find it hard to believe that that the use, unless they're looking to elevate the Street Profits, and that would be a way to do it, uh, to give them some validity. So for business business purposes it would probably be a wise thing to do if you have a future for the street profits and if you're looking to elevate them if you're not then you know the, the usos you know it's kind of part of the the, the family tree there and uh yes. so i'm going to pick the usos because i don't count on anybody doing the right thing <laughs> but if you want to elevate them that's that'd be a good way to do it it, it definitely and, would be. And, and by the way, like I told you, I'm going to be keeping an eye on this. Uh, give me one second. Let me find it. Uh, Big Phil C needs to go because I know who that is, and it's not who he claims. So let's get rid and of Big Phil C. We're throwing down the bad hammer. Down the band. I got executive down. privilege today, guys. Throwing down some band hammers. We got we got a couple of great great eggs in the chat though. We got Jose Gonzalez we of do, the debrief saying what's up, Broskis, SP3, and Kenny B representing SK Wrestling. Have a good weekend, guys. You have a good weekend as well, Jose. Check out the debrief on the Sports Keto Wrestling. Okay, Singh needs to go. Singh's trying to make the whole chat about him. I get sick of that crap. We're here to do other things. Singh's gotta go. If you want to unblock him another day, it's up to you, but he's gotta go. Damn, it's, it, 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 we, we're getting three band hammers up in here. Man, we are real, I like band hammer. We like <laughs> both that on my show. We, we, have whack, we have whack a troll. We have whack a troll on my show. <laughs> it's the band hammer up in here. I'm going to agree with uh, Kenny on this one. I think the Usos get the victory. They got to keep uh, the bloodline looking strong. They got to normally uh, to keep your record above mine. You just do the opposite of what I say, and then you beat me in all these things. So that's I'm just I trying mean, to make I it mean, easy for you. I mean, you just you just gave me an alley oop because I did want to say that I for all out for all out I yeah. was uh, nine and one nine and again. one holy mackerel what was my record what did I do I think you you did once again seven and three so you you were going against doesn't watch the product that much I mean I know a lot of those guys but I'm watching a little more these days I actually, I actually watched AEW Dark. For the first time, woo! Oh my God, a, you do it better than me. I, I, yeah, I try my a, best to well, watch it was, dark it was elevation, on the television but. behind me, and I was doing. I said, "Is any wrestling on?" And they said, "Yeah, AEW Dark." I said, "What the hell's that?" So I threw it up on YouTube in the background, and uh, wow, <laughs> there's people that watch that. I hear. <laughs> so there, and hey, they, it, said, it, they said, "Kenny, that's the Jobber Show," and then I saw Coke Cabana. I said, "Yep, I guess it is." <laughs> oh, poor Colt. Come on. Leave Colt alone. Leave I know Colt. Alone. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You know what? You know, not to get off track, but I'm shocked that CM Punk and him fixed that. Uh, you talk about two people that were as close as me and Cornette at one time, and I haven't spoken to Jimmy and Push in five years. Colt and, and uh, Punk were, were Jimmy and Kenny. I mean, they were that close, and then apparently Colt tried to sue him. I wonder how they patched that up when they brought CM in, because I thought CM said, yeah, I'll be there, but guess who's not going to be? And we know he had the stroke to do that, too, so... And, and no, Sean Smith, uh, 9173, is Tony that predictable? No, he's not that predictable. I'm just that good. 
don't 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 sweat the technique. Come on. Um, but yes, I, I'm we're gonna knock that one seven and three. I'm blown away by that. To be fair, you you did follow my lead on a couple of those. I so, will so. be watching uh, Raiju, the guy, uh, the, the stunt he pulled the other day. I had a meeting with the top four executives of Sports yes. Kita because I've always told you there, it's just Raiju. There's no one else. He actually <laughs> hired four people. He hired four people to stand in as executives to keep the case. I could tell he was pulling the strings. He was pulling the strings during the whole meeting. And finally, at the end of the call, he admitted, Kenny, I paid those guys. I, I, I called the <laughs> It was one of the oh, damnedest man. things I'd ever seen in my life. What a story. I mean, I mean, I mean, at least you got to see, you know, he put on the front and put it. Yeah, he I did just, put on the front. I just talked to to Raiju. I'm too far down the pecking order. Well, you know, you're, you know. you're in that you're the, you're in that top tier with with Dutch well, I'll, I'll and also, Vince Russo. Well, I also made a demand to uh, get rid of uh, Rick Uchipo that he just brings the show down and he's got to go. So well, I think well, to be I, fair, I, Uchipo might not even be there tonight. It might be me. I, I yeah, love I. I love Rick, but that would move me up the pecking order. It would, so yeah. I'm, you go I'm up not, I'm not, I'm not too, I'm not too uh, flushed about that. No, but, you might, you might want to do some backstage stuff to help me get that through. I mean, because hey, it's just like wrestling. We move up, we move up. But this is a great, a great segue to talk about Rick Uchino because he had an. Well, I didn't want to do that, but okay. He had an interview with the next person we're going to hey, be I'm talking say, about. He doesn't date one of those girls, does no, he? No. I am taking him out of he, he's, he's a married man. Let's let's not get him in trouble on our preview. Uh, show. All right. Well, I'll re- um, I'll retract that statement then. He had an excellent interview with Liv Morgan. That's going to wow. be up on the Sports Keto Wrestling YouTube I'm channel. Jealous, uh, they, jealous of that. They talked in depth about her career. They talked about this matchup that's coming up at Extreme Rules, a huge opportunity for Liv Morgan, where she's going to be going one-on-one with Carmella. Uh, these two ladies have faced in the past with Liv Morgan on a on a on a quite the lengthy winning streak against Carmella. If you are if you remember correctly, she's won about three matches in a row against uh-huh. Carmella. But a couple of weeks back, uh, she she beat uh, Carmella and Liv and. Uh, Zelina Vega in a tag team match with Tony Storm, where yeah. it seemed like she almost broke Carmella's nose and then challenged her to a match here at Extreme Rules. So, who do you think gets the victory? One of three women's matches on this card wow. Liv Morgan versus the, Carmella. Three of the six uh, featured matches are women's. Yes. Wow. That's 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 almost, that's almost 50%. Yep. Indeed. Almost. Yeah. It, it is. Anywhere you go to school. <laughs> Um, well, being as uh Carsmella has lost three in a row, right? We got her nose broke, you gotta you gotta throw her bones. So I'm gonna go with Carsmella in this one, just based on that she's lost three in a row. She loses four in a row. What do you do with her? Kenny needs to watch Omega. Yeah, I plan I definitely plan on doing that. Omega is my son's favorite wrestler. He says he is the best on the planet, loves Omega with a passion. Brian Danielson speaks for himself, obviously, pretty good. Normal, uh, normally, I don't get into the smaller guy matches, but Kenny Omega is of a different breed, and actually so is Brian Danielson. I think that will be one hell of a match. I don't get too amped up for too many matches these days, but I will definitely check that one out, without a doubt. See, so, so you, you give me another segue to, to Unless try it's to, on a pay-per-view, then to, I'll have to hear about it. No, give me another segue to try to get more, uh, more, more camera time. Give me and Kenny a, a full 30 minutes to review uh, oh, Omega yeah. and Danielson. Come on, come on. Come on, Raju. Yeah. Come on. We we know you're you're pulling the strings. So Okay, we got one we got one more block. They're busy today. Uh Kenny's sad stories. Uh that's the troller down in Australia, so block that one. Oh, 
Ban Hammer. There you go, Ban Hammer. We might set a record here today. I got executive privilege, guys. Keep and plus we get paid by the view, and we get twenty dollars for every troller, and then we get to block you. So you didn't know that part, did you? I worked that out with those four fake owners that I had the meeting with. Yeah, fantastic stuff. All right, you. I need you to be. Be Anytime you ask for a raise and he says the higher ups don't want to give you one, it's Raiju that doesn't want to give you the raise. He's he's pulling all the strings. Uh, Ozzy saying that Carmelo will be victorious. Oh, by Julio, this is my show. And one more comment like that, and you'll be gone. It is my show because I'm here. If I'm hey. on John Bradshaw Layfield's show, it's my show because I'm there. If I'm doing a show with Stone Cold Steve Austin, by the way, mentioned my name recently. Uh, it's my show. So bite and remember. And remember, ladies and gentlemen, that my name, even though I'm the host of the preview show, one of the hosts of the preview show, it's Kenny's name that's in the title to this. So you can't say it isn't Kenny's show. You can't uh, say that. You can say so, it, but it won't be true. Ozzy agrees with you that Carmella will be victorious by cheating. I'm going to go differ, and I'm going to say Liv Morgan gets the victory here. I feel like she's the one that needs to move up the card and get more opportunities. I don't know how long we're going to have the SmackDown uh, Women's Championship feud. Well, I agree with Ozzy. I think if Carmella's got to cheat to win. You can't can't have her winning clean. You can't uh, because then you kill what you've done with Liv Morgan, and then maybe you can still build to another match with those two where she's trying to get even. Um, do you, do you, I don't know. So what do you do with Carmella if she loses four in a row? If she went out of the business, she going to I mean, she going to TNA, she going to Hollywood wrestling out in California. Where's she going? Well, to be fair, they seem to be trying to like create this little tag team or partnership with Carmella and Zelina Vega while Liv Morgan, I could see her, you know, moving up the, the ladder, getting towards a SmackDown Women's Championship match against whoever comes out of the matchup at Extreme Rules while Carmella moves on to the tag team uh, division. Mm-hmm. Oh, did we lose? Did we lose Kenny? No, you haven't. You haven't lost me. Just hang in there. I had to prove oh. this idiot. I had to prove this idiot wrong. This, uh, this, this, this clown. This, this uh, he made the statement. He says sports Kita on the show. It's not. Look at that logo, custom made by Raiju and his four actors, custom made. So I, I didn't want to show off today. You don't see the true heel with that background, do you? Then shut up. Then nope. just shut up. You're here watching me. I'm not there watching you. Your fans, you pay to see me. Sit down and shut up and let the two pros do their job. That's let them last, know. That's his last warning, by the way. <laughs> let, them, let them know. Uh, next up, we and once again, uh, like I said, I'm picking Liv Morgan. But if you want to know more about Liv Morgan, well, tell check me out the- why you're picking Liv Morgan. I said, why, she why, needs, why are we having Carmella lose four in a row? She's the one that needs to move up the ladder. You need strong baby faces. But you're moving Carmella way down the ladder by losing four in a row to the same. Carmella can move on to the tag team division and she'll be just fine. The tag team division needs more heel teams because uh-huh. Nikki A.S.H. And, and Rhea Ripley won the women's tag team championships on Monday. So they're going to be coming to SmackDown pretty soon. So they need a strong heel team to go against them. And that would be be uh carmella and zelina vega although combined over the last three months i think they're like oh and 57 but to be fair then that's not as <laughs> that's a tag not, team that's not a that's good not record a, though that's there not as a, high, a tag there, team there was a high school here in louisville that had lost 66 in a row and they finally won one last week <laughs> so that's a one is not good but there's a high school that was even worse than that here in louisville uh, <laughs> but now scott burke is saying not much of a pay-per-view uh, what's your I, opinion for those six matches? Well, on on, this, on the realm of pay-per-views, what's your opinion? What do you think? 
I think that in comparison to the last two pay-per-views we've done, uh, we've did, you know, Money in the Bank was the first one in front of fans uh, since the pandemic. Uh So it had that going for it and it came out. It was a great show. Uh, SummerSlam was billed as the, you know, the the big show, the most attended SummerSlam of all time. You had Cena versus Reigns. You had Lashley versus Goldberg. So there was like major matches to be hyped for that. So in comparison to those two, definitely it's not much of a pay-per-view at all. seems like wwe didn't try that hard mailed it of- in as some people would say yeah. just mailed it in but i am i'm a little shocked at the three women's matches out of six that's good for the women uh, i've been saying for years i was saying back when me and Cornette were friends the women need their own night they need their own night if you want to have women as managers and divas let them be on raw and smackdown for that give them a wrestling show two hours long they got more than enough women to do it and let's feature the women. And I bet you there will be nights the women will outrate the men. I know a lot of people may not agree with me on that. I've been saying it for at least six years. The women yeah. need their own show. They finally got their own pay-per-view. And that was after I started pitching for them to get their own show. And I hear the pay-per-view did pretty good. It did. It did. Yeah. It did strong pay-per-view. Well, why not? Why not give it a shot? I mean, what's it? I mean, God, you, you got wrestling every night of the week anyway. There's no wrestling on Thursdays. Give the women Thursday nights and let them feature and then and, and let them compete honestly with the men. Let them do it. Let them compete. I can see it. I can see it. But we should get to another women's matchup on this card as it's going to be Charlotte Flair defending mm. the Raw Women's Championship against there, huh? Against Alexa Bliss, Charlotte right. won the Raw. She looks a little ill. She looks, looks like she's under the so, weather. Did you get the just, COVID? Just a little bit. Uh, what Charlotte COVID does to you if you get it and, and you're asymptomatic. Charlotte won the uh, Raw Women's Championship at SummerSlam over Nikki A.S.H. and Rhea Ripley in a triple threat match. Following that pay-per-view, it was Alexa Bliss that stepped up to her and uh, challenged her for the Raw Women's Championship. Over the last couple of weeks, Alexa's been trying to play mind games with Charlotte, made her her own doll to go along with uh, Alexa's doll of Lily. She gave her a doll called Charlie. And uh, the two the two women had a spicy uh, promo exchange this past week on Monday Night Raw on Alexa's I'll, playground. I'll have to go back and see that. I love a good promo, so I have yes. to check that out. If you say yes. it's good, that's good enough for me. Where Alexa Bliss uh, basically accused Charlotte of not being original with the woos from the crowd saying that's not even yours, while Charlotte turned that back on uh, Alexa Bliss and says you're not one to talk about originality because Alexa is basically the female fiend. So it was a... It was it was a really good uh, promo segment between the two ladies to get some intensity up. When they have not focused on the dolls, they've been much better overall. So, what do you who you think comes out of this one with the Raw oh Women's Championship? Boy. Well, I was shocked that Charlotte's still even there. Uh, apparently, they're doing their best to cater to her to keep her happy in the meantime, which I'm shocked that they bothered to do. Uh, she's made it very clear that she's not particularly happy there. Um, so I'm trying to look from a business aspect. I, if, if it's me knowing what all's going on, I'm, uh, I got, uh, Alexa going over, but, um, maybe they're trying to keep Charlotte happy. So let me hear your pick and then I'll go from there. Uh, I'm going to go. 
I mean, this is a tough one. I, I say out of all the matches on this card, this is pretty much a toss-up because we know one thing with Charlotte Flair title runs. They don't last very long because they're trying to get her closer and closer to that 16 number because that will be yeah, yeah. when she bypasses her dad. And yeah. Alexa Bliss has been and as- And John Cena now. Do we want to do that to John Cena? Hey, I don't know if you should, but uh, because obviously they're not going to be too much on letting Flair keep 16. They're going to give that to Cena long before they give it to Rick. Uh, but now, do you have both of them past dad? Do you have both of them with 17 and leave it at that? One woman, one man, leave it like that? I don't know. It could, it could be, and, you know, it's, uh, Rick See, Flair has... the one that's never, ever tried to bury the company, never threatened to leave, never held him up for ransom. To me, they don't give it to Charlotte either, and they just give it to Cena. You reward the guy who's been loyal to you from day one. I I agree with that, but as far as like uh, Charlotte Flair and her father, father's not in the best light with WWE. They recently removed his woo and his uh, picture from the opening credits uh, for yeah well, for WWE. We sometimes get a little, we sometimes get a little grudgy. So the woo is gone. Huh? The woo's gone yeah, from the opening. I do the real the real owner of the company. The four fake stand-ins I talked with the other day just forget them. They're they're not real. Uh, they want to know what we think about Alexa Bliss's outburst against Meltzer. I didn't hear about this, but uh, could have been deserved. Uh, um, Meltzer and Cornette don't even speak anymore. Meltzer kissed Cornette's butt for about thirty years, and now they don't speak. Uh, so update me what happened here, and I'll give you my opinion. Uh, well, basically, during uh, the Monday Night Raw segment uh, following on Wrestling Observer Radio, uh, Meltzer said that about 1,500 fans walked out during the Alexa Bliss and uh, Charlotte Flair promo oh, exchange. Oh, I and have a feeling that didn't happen. <laughs> I, I I called BS on that as yeah. well when I when I heard it. And yeah. uh, Alexa Bliss uh, basically went out on a, on a Twitter campaign basically sure. saying that he was wrong because, you know, certain certain fans had reached out to different outlets. I mean, to be fair, Alexa Bliss, you did quote tweet ringside news. And if you think Dave Meltzer says fake news, no one does fake news like ringside news. You heard mm-hmm. it here first. I don't care how sports he feels about me saying that, but well, ringside news is not a source for I'm, professional I'm not, a, I'm not a favorite child either. Do you see all the quotes I get hit with here? Everybody in the WWE thinks I hate them. <laughs> so, I, I am not how a I feel. fan. I am not a fan of ringside news. They can eat a butt and I don't give a damn about them. And that is yeah. not the, that is not the people you should be quote tweeting to yeah, prove those, Meltzer those, wrong. Those people did not pay that much money to go to that show live. And then all of a sudden you got Charlotte Flair and Alexa in the ring and nearly a couple of thousand people try to leave. I, I ain't buying that for a minute. Uh, he's, he's got a grudge with somebody. I don't know whether it's Alexa or Charlotte. But he's got a grudge with somebody. I don't for one minute think that happened. And and if a few hundred fans back it up, oh, yeah, yeah, we saw them. They were pouring out of here. They, they left. Uh, was that the main event? Was there another match after that? Or Yeah, no? there was more after that. Well, they no, probably went they to concessions. Well, I mean, sometimes you got to pick what match you want to go pee and get something to drink. Exactly. And I, and I don't think they che- I don't think they picked that one, to be honest with you. So I, I, I'm calling BS as well. Yes, let's let let's let's cut it out, Dave. That was a bad report, and uh, don't believe the one person that you have uh, hitting you up saying that because um, they probably the man, hold the same grudge the as you. The man called the Mountain Timers got to go. That's another fake account. Get him out of here. Uh, which one? Uh, the man called oh. the Mountain Timer. He's oh, gone. okay. 
There you go. Ban Hammer. I'm setting Band records Hammer. out here. I'm setting records, records out here. Executive privilege. Executive privilege. Oh man, but uh, yes, yeah, so you're, you're. I think that uh, Charlotte Flair does uh, retain the title here. I just think that it's too soon to go off her. You can't have another short reign, and I, I think that the feud will continue after Extreme Rules since mm-hmm. it's no stipulation here. Right, uh, right. So it wouldn't make sense that they can go to maybe a stipulation match in the yeah. uh, next couple of months and continue this feud uh... here. I don't, I don't know Pratic, but he's been asking this question many times. Uh, do you want to get, because you know more about this than I would. Do you want to answer Pratic's yeah. question? First, we got a question from uh, Uday here saying, if you were to add stipulation to the matches, what would they be? What would be the stipulation you would add to Charlotte versus Alexa, uh, Kenny? Um, loser has to marry uh, Bray Wyatt. <laughs> I think Charlotte Charlotte uh, would would uh, win for sure then because Andrade would be upset. Andrade yeah, he'd probably get a little upset, upset about that, wouldn't he? Probably would. be very upset. Uh, Pratic uh, says we, we, uh, we, H- got, we got a, we got another Sing that needs to go. It's the same one. Get get uh, get rid of Sing. Just keep those records going. Oh man, we just we just having fun on this one. Talk talk <laughs> about the show or shut up. I got executive privilege. You see the background? Shut up. Band Hammer, Band Hammer. I like that. I mean, Band Hammer might be going on my show. You don't mind me bothering that. <laughs> no, that's fine. Uh, Pratique says, uh, when are we going to And when get- you come on my show, we will let everybody know that I stole it from you. <laughs> There we go. There we go. That's what I like to see. Uh, when when we going to get unique custom stage sets for every WWE pay-per-view? Um, anytime between never and not going to happen. Never yeah, and not gonna happen. That's that, that, that's that, would, that would be yeah. that would be a bit of an expense, wouldn't it? Yes, WWE likes the general uh big screen stuff. I remember when people were like getting excited when they were returning to live. Well, that's easy to do. You can create whatever set design you want with that screen and around the ring, you know, now that they've turned that into a video board as well, which I never thought I'd ever see that in my lifetime. Uh and even the uh turn the the the, the ring post now have the digital lighting and everything on them. So you can really do anything you want with that. Why go through all that extra expense for something that nobody really going to care about? Yeah. And I, remember, I remember back in the day in your house looked a little bit different than most of the other pay-per-views. They would go through a little bit of trouble with that set. And that was the lesser expensive of the pay-per-views back then. I yeah. mean, I think the other ones were 39, 49 bucks. You could get in your house for $29 or whatever it was. And uh, they brought a lot of those to the Louisville Gardens. Uh, they would seat five or 6,000 people, but the set was so big, they probably cut it down to about 4,000. The set was taking up a couple thousand seats. So then eventually we go to Freedom Hall, and there's plenty of room to do that stuff. But there was never an in-your-house at Freedom Hall that I can recall. And and uh, Duck, Duck, um, um, uh, Bruce might need a ban hammer, not van hammer. Van, van hammer. And van that, hammer. that already happened. I did that without Kenny even accent because I saw <laughs> I, I, I noticed that name from before as one yeah. of the trolls. So, yeah, we are DJ, DJ uh, Eric. Yes, the damn trollers. We are getting rid of all of them. On well, look at Hazelwood. Hazelwood says he's blocked two thirds of the trollers in here. He doesn't see most of the comments. So. 
That's fine. That's fine. That's awesome. That's and awesome. you know what? Mine and your shows, we've been getting between eight and nine thousand views on Facebook alone. Why do you think yeah. you guys do so good on Facebook? Because I get nothing on Facebook. I used to. I used to get ten, fifteen thousand views a show. Then I said a lot of things that people don't like about uh, Donald Trump, and you know how that goes. And hey, uh, like so that. now the algorithms aren't so kind to me anymore. I I, I went from ten, fifteen thousand views on Facebook to if I get a hundred now, I've done something. Uh, what, what, uh, why do you think you guys do so good on Facebook as opposed to what we get on YouTube? Because I, I mean, think YouTube would be the bigger, be the bigger draw. I mean, I think on Facebook, uh, Sports Keto Wrestling has over a million uh, followers. I think, so. I think it's three million. Yes, yeah, three. Yes, yeah, three that's million. A lot of followers. So yeah. That's that's a that, lot. That's a couple that's more a, than I got. That's a couple more than I got. <laughs> that's a that's quite a lot. So I think that's where. Well, the I had three million so followers, high. but I blocked a, a two point eight million of them. So you know. Nicely done. The price um, we pay. The price we pay. But yeah, I think I think that's the main reason. But kind of looking at that from a different perspective, I think uh, the last week's Smack Talk we had a lot of technical difficulties, and with uh, streaming on uh, Facebook, I, we weren't able to put up Smack Talk on Facebook Live. But that that entailed uh, basically more people going to YouTube, and we have seventeen thousand views on last week's Smack Talk on wow. YouTube. So Pretty it's good. like a given. Just think, if I'd have been on there, it'd have been around fifty, sixty thousand. If I'd have been there on. We go. There we go. Uh, Allison Howard goes, number one, I'm pretty sure it's a fake account. Number two, called me a liar. Not on my show. Not on my show. Ban him. There it is. There it is. I tell you what, Raiju, Raiju better watch his mouth or I'll get him blocked too. He just better be on his best behavior. Is what he better, be. <laughs> better watch out, Raiju. So I'm going with Charlotte on that one. And Next hey, we already we got their view. We, and they can still watch the show. They just can't comment. So don't think exactly. we're really penalizing these people. The little bitches can still sit there and watch. They just can't comment. Or make exactly. another account, get us another view, another troller, and it's more money for me. Keep it coming, biatches. Keep it coming. And remember, if you're just joining us, drop, love, drop a like on this love. video. Share this video on all your favorite social media platforms. Absolutely. If you're new to the Sports Keto Wrestling YouTube channel, hit that subscribe button because we do preview shows like this for all the major pay-per-views. We do. Next month, we're going to be doing another WWE pay-per-view. I might even try to talk into doing a Bound for Glory preview show. So there is so much to enjoy on Sports Keto Wrestling. I think Wrestling. you and I ought to be doing daily shows for twice the money we're getting now. I'm going to work on that. I'm going to I'm, I'm get with those four fake owners and see what we can do. Please, please do. Please do. I'm here. Uh, next up, we have a triple threat match for the United States Championship. It's going to be Damian Priest defending. Oh, by the way, I'll, I'll be at the concession stand. I'll be out there with the Alexa Bliss haters. I'll, I won't be around for this one. <laughs> versus Sheamus and versus Jeff Hardy. It was supposed to be Sheamus versus Damian Priest after uh, Sheamus defeated Drew McIntyre to become the number one contender for the United States Championship on Raw a couple of weeks back. But this past week, Jeff Hardy defeated Sheamus in a, in a match to allow him to enter this match after Jeff Hardy came close to beating Damian Priest two weeks ago in the United States Championship Open Challenge against Priest. So who wins this triple threat well, match hang on, here? Got your hammer ready. Steve Hudson's got to go. Oh man, Steve Hudson's gone. There we go. Goodbye, Steve. You bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, someone says they don't think uh, that person was calling me a liar. She's been blocked from my show for a while. So if it's the real one, good riddance. If it's a fake one, good riddance. So who? Which my, one? My, sh my show, guys. My show. Oh. <laughs> 
I'm having fun uh, with this. Paradox got Damian winning. Uh, I'm not a big fan of, uh, well, Hardy, obviously. I've, I used to deal and work with Hardy at the Louisville Gardens on some shows. And then back in the Smoky Mountain Wrestling days, uh, he's had his demons and he's doing, it's KB in the Moonshine Band. I actually have a shirt that says that. That Simon Williams over in, uh, he's a Marvel Comics artist. He drew me a logo that looks like the KC and the Sunshine Band logo, only made it KB in the Moonshine Band, which is actually a real band here in Louisville that uh, performed for one of my fake charity scams to where I pocket all the money. Gotta love that. Gotta, Gotta love it. That. Gotta love it. People, yeah. people, people having a polarizing opinion about your. No, uh, I think we need here. to do a three-minute video of me singing and dancing to open and close the show. So we need about six minutes reserved for my singing and dancing talents. And then that becomes like the intro video for the Kenny Bowen uh, Show. For, for, Can we change that, guys? At Sports Kita? Can we just change it to the Kenny Bowen Show? And that, that's worth five viewers right there. There you go. There you go. So who you got? Who you got, Priest, Seamus, or Hardy? Oh, Hardy's the only one out of that bunch I even care about. <laughs> I've got no use for, for Seamus. Shameless is what I call him. Shameless and anybody watches his matches. Um, can we talk bad about these guys? No. He yeah, might like he might be a nice guy. I know, I know Triple H adores him. Uh, in my opinion, the only reason he's still with the company is that Triple H really likes him. They're workout buddies and all that stuff. He just don't sell me any tickets. Not, not in the dark match, not in the mid card, not in the opening, certainly not anywhere near a main event. Uh, Damian priest. I hear some good things about, I don't know much about him, but I do hear good things about Damian priest. And uh, I'm, I'm all for Hardy, man. I mean, I, I used to really be hard on drug addicts and, and drug abusers, but it, it's a sickness and it's an addiction. And, and my son, has worked in rehab centers trying to counsel people. Me and my son have never been drunk or on high or on any drugs a day in our life, but yet they hired Christopher to counsel people and he did a great job at it. And um, so he opened my eyes to, but dad, these guys are sick. You know, we, we don't, you know, you're labeling them like they're murderers and they're sick. And yeah. uh, Hardy has been sick and I'm all for anybody getting better and, and making improvements in their life. And I'm really rooting for him. I really am. Absolutely, for sure. I like I like that comment there, Kenny Kita. Kenny um, Kita. I'm going. I'm going with Damian Priest to get that the logo will be made within one. an hour if I get a hold of JJ. I'll have that. I'll have that logo made in minutes. I'm going with Damian Priest to get the victory here. He's had a really good uh, run on the main roster since his call up earlier this year. He's never lost a singles matchup uh, in uh, on the main roster. He's only lost a handicap match to Miz and Morrison, but other than that, one on one competition, triple threats, he's undefeated. So I think that he's going to continue that here and continue on a nice run with the United mm -hmm. States Championship, which he already has a couple of good yeah. wins in his book. He's pinned Drew McIntyre. Pin Jeff Hardy. He beat Sheamus wow. at SummerSlam. So I think he's going to continue that run here. Uh, next up, we have the big one for the SmackDown Women's Championship. It's going to be the man, Becky Lynch, going wow. one on one with Bianca Belair. Is it that was main event? Uh, no, we got one oh, more match that after be this. Main event. I'm really looking forward to this one. I, I'm, I'm all, I'm all in on that one. That, that's going to be a good match. It was back at SummerSlam that Becky Lynch made her return to... That match wasn't WWE. so good. 
It was not. Uh, it was supposed to be Bianca Belair versus Sasha Banks, but Sasha Banks was uh, medically not cleared and Carmella replaced her. But Becky Lynch came out, got rid of Carmella, challenged Bianca Belair. And then 26 seconds later, she defeated Bianca yeah, Belair. I wasn't we, happy about that. I thought that derailed a lot of what they'd done with Bianca. And I was not happy about that at all. But it ain't my company. Um, have we, have we seen, now, have we seen Sasha since then? As you know, I don't see a lot of the product. No, no. We haven't haven't seen seen since then at all? No, she's been like backstage at different events like the Madison Square Garden show two weeks ago, but she hasn't been seen on television. She hasn't been seen on television as of yet. Maybe they're waiting till after the pay-per-view, though. Yeah, she, because so she, so she didn't die. We can clear that. We can clear that up. All right. Just uh, want to make sure. Because I like Sasha. I, I'm disappointed with her views on vaccines. And uh, I think anybody, when you're in a group organization that refuses to get vaccinated, I think that's very selfish. If you don't want to get vaccinated, go home. Go home. <clears throat> that's my opinion. But if you're going to expose yourself to others that don't want to catch that disease, even if you've been vaccinated, as you know, you can still catch it. Eight New York Yankees came down with COVID that had all been double vaccinated. Who'd they catch it from? Non-vaccinated people. So, um, yeah, I'm sorry, man. When you're in a group uh, uh, and Lamar Jackson, one of my favorite players ever at the University of Louisville, big deal with Baltimore, refusing to get vaccinated. I lit his ass up on Twitter. Don't be selfish. This is a team sport. You got 53 other people playing with you. Don't risk games. Don't risk their health because you're selfish. And if you don't want to, if you don't want it, don't play. Don't play. Go home. Go home. And I feel the same way with any wrestler who's got to be in the ring with people. You think I'm locking up with anybody that hasn't been vaccinated? Hell no. And if they're going to try and put me in that situation, I'll go home gladly. And they'll pay me too. So, oh my God, Sasha Banks is a Trump supporter, and she's the and she's the niece of Snoop Dogg. <laughs> okay, I, I haven't heard her be a Trump supporter. I can't. I, I, can't, I haven't heard that either. I but, can't uh, deny or confirm that. But what I, I do, what I can confirm is that Becky Lynch has had a change in character since yeah, her since that. her return I, I at like SummerSlam. It. I like it. She she's been playing more of like a female Conor McGregor, very cocky, very confident uh, in herself. God, tell me she don't walk like him. If she's doing that walk, I'm out. She's getting close, but she is getting dressed. She's getting dressed like all the Spice Girls in one. If you took anything from last week, uh, last week was in. Uh, uh, as Bianca long as it Belair's. ain't Baby Spice, I'll be all right. I'm never not a fan of Baby Spice. It was in Bianca Belair's hometown of Knoxville, Tennessee. They had a good moment, a good segment with her and Mayor. Are they Payne. the? Are they the? If you want to be my lover, girls, did, did they do that one? Yes. Yes, okay. that's a Spice Girl. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and they gave yeah. they gave Bianca Belair a key to the city. It looked like we were going to have a fun little hometown moment, but Becky Lynch came down and laid out Bianca Belair, giving her the manhandle slam. So she's gotten the better of Bianca Belair a lot on the road to Extreme Rules here. So who do you think wins this rematch, Bianca or Becky? Throw up up Rosie's comment, and then we'll go. Throw up Rosie. Rosie says, uh, Bianca has better skills than Becky. Come on, WWE. Bianca should win. Let them fight it out, and Bianca will beat the man. Well, uh, as much as I love Bianca, I think she is the potential face of the women's division without a doubt, especially if there's a couple of them that aren't going to be around much anymore. Um, Better talents than Becky's pretty talented. I actually went back and watched some of her AEW stuff because I saw none of her then. You mean NXT? NXT, excuse me. And she she has got a whole new thing going on from back in those days. Looks, uh, persona, and everything. 
So I, I'm, I'm a fan of the man. I, I like what she does. Um, I don't know if I'm that terrified of somebody her size, the uh, whipping uh, any of the other girls ass, especially Bianca. But I mean, people have bought into it. People bought into Shawn Michaels. People bought into Daniel uh, Bryan. People have bought into the smaller people whipping someone's ass. So um, I got to, man, I, I want Bianca to win. I just got a sneaking suspicion they're going to give it to the man. I think you are absolutely right. I think Becky Lynch is going to get the victory here. Uh, yeah, you don't you don't beat somebody in 26 seconds and then turn around and put it right back. But that is kind of how WWE would book things. But I'm going to hope that they are going to continue on this run because that's the only way that Becky Lynch is ever going to get any significant amount of heat. Uh, what do you I think? Don't, I, I don't know how much money Ozzy has. I'm assuming not much for the statement he just made. Um, I got some AMC stock I could I could put up. Um, how much you want to bet on that? Under 10? <laughs> so in other words, 11 seconds or longer, I win. And exactly. If you, got, if you got some AMC money, you let me know, and, and, and we'll talk off, off, off camera. There you go. There you go. Because they are going to riot if that happens. Uh, you mm -hmm. won't have to worry about the next match because it won't happen. What do you think about Becky Lynch as a heel, Kenny? From what I've seen, I like it. Um, she was so popular with the fans like Stone Cold Steve. Remember when they tried to make Austin a heel and it yeah. just did not work? He had to be a tweener. And when I say tweener, I mean babyface <laughs> because exactly. uh, he's not a tweener. When 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 they come out that exit and the crowd pops like they do for Stone Cold Steve Austin, they did not buy him as a heel. The new music sucked. When he came to the Louisville Gardens to do the bit with me and Rico Constantino, he refused to come out to that new crappy music they'd give him. And Cornette had asked him, which music do you want to come out to? He said, well, it sure as hell ain't what they're bringing me out to now. Play my old music. And the Louisville Gardens erupted. We had about six, 7,000 in there. The place only holds five. They were jamming them in there. And when Austin came out, man, uh, that's the music they wanted to hear. That's the entrance they wanted. That's the attitude they wanted. They want him talking about kicking Vince McMahon's ass. And um, I don't know how much the fans are going to buy her as a heel and give her the heat that Roman Reigns has got. I, I don't see it happening because the fans love her. So what, yeah, what's absolutely. your opinion of what you've seen so far? Because we haven't seen much. She just got back. I, I think that the last two weeks have seen an improvement in her ability to get heat because before it was kind of the fans were booing the booking of her mm -hmm. more than they were booking actually her. But I think she did a good job in Madison Square Garden in generating uh, some good heat. Then in Knoxville, that's kind of easy because you're well, going against that, the hometown, the hometown easy. girl. So boy, I think Bianca looked like a million dollars that night. She looked good she in the did. orange. I love the orange uh, uh uh, ring mat, whatever they did. Um, uh, she looked good that night, man. Even though I'm not a volunteer fan by any stretch of the imagination, if Bianca's running track, I'm watching. I'm, I'm going to check it out. B Bianca Belair just screams superstar. She's in her a star. Look. Like, she whether star. she's in her gear or out in like regular clothes, mm -hmm. she looks like a bona fide star. So and that's what you want when you have them, when you have them walking the streets of New York City. Uh, there's some people. Uh, let's face it, if you're not a wrestling fan and you see Daniel Bryan out walking around, um, you see uh, a lot of the guys, you don't yeah. think a thing. You don't think a thing. Uh, I, I'll even say that about Adam Cole and, and many of the other ones that are called big stars. Uh, you see them out on the street. If you're not a wrestling fan, you, you don't have a clue who they are. But when somebody like a Mark Henry, the big show, Bianca, even Sasha Banks, uh, yeah. these people are seen out walking around. You know that that's somebody that that's a star.
Absolutely. And one other and person. And by the way, I'm going I'm to let Ozzy bet something that he can afford. If, uh, if you lose, if, if that match goes over 10 seconds, you owe me 20 bucks. And if you win, not only will I pay you 20, but you can come on my show and tell me, tell the fans how you beat me in a bet. So let's see, let's see how big of a man you are, Ozzy. There only should be one person named Ozzy. That's Ozzy Newsom of the Cleveland Browns and Ozzy Smith of the St. Louis Cardinals. That's it. That's your two Ozzies. The rest of you are fakes. Absolutely. But one person who does look like a superstar, whether he's in his wrestling gear or out, is the Universal Champion Roman Reigns. He will he be do defending. Look like a star, and shouldn't that man be banned from wrestling for what he's doing there? And he will be defending the Universal Championship in an Extreme Rules match with Paul Heyman in his corner against the Demon Finn Balor. It was a couple of weeks back on SmackDown that Roman defeated Finn Balor, the man Finn Balor. Uh, he, he needed the Usos to attack him before the match. He needed a low blow, but he got the victory nonetheless. And then it was a tease of the Demon returning then in Madison Square Garden after Roman accepted a challenge from Brock Lesnar for crown jewel for the universal championship mm -hmm. next month it was finn balor that came out as the demon and mm -hmm. the challenge was set down for the universal the championship so it is going to be the demon who is undefeated on the main roster in mm -hmm. singles competition versus roman reigns who has been undefeated in singles competition for mm -hmm. over the past year something's, something's got to give something's got to give something has to give so who do you got the tribal chief or okay. the demon, Kenny. All right, let me make this easy for you. Um, you know my guy Joe Pesci over on my show, right? Yes. Joe Pesci says Finn Balor cannot beat Roman Reigns. But he says, but the demon can because he's the demon. No, no, because the demon is still five foot two and a half and weighs about 165 pounds. Demon or not, unless he's got some superpowers, some fire coming out of his hands, or maybe he spits the mist or something. No, no, he's still a five foot two demon that weighs about 165. So I definitely have Roman Reigns and shame on a where, where'd my where'd my co-host go? God damn, I don't, I don't know what happened. That's <laughs> Mattel's internet service over there, don't you? No, they, they like they, they, the password. They cut my camera off out of a sudden. Sports, uh, <laughs> Sports Keto Streamyard was like, hey, and uh, Jim, Jim and, and my, my dear friend Bob Hazelwood are whining and crying and bitching over uh, Bianca skipping to the ring. Hey, Bianca can do whatever she wants to the ring as far as she can get mad when she gets there. She can, she can skip the mile. She can skip the Cherokee Road anytime she wants. I got no problem with it. Just skip on over. You can get mad when you get here. So I disagree with them. Uh, Brock dressed in a suit or jeans, you know who he is. Yeah, yeah, Brock Lesnar, uh, no matter uh, what he's doing, especially with his little man bun or whatever he's got going on now, uh, you, you know who Brock is when he walks in. He's uh, And whether you've seen wrestling or ultimate fighting or not, if he walks in, you're going, I probably don't want to fight that guy. Probably, probably just leave him alone. Nope. But no, Bianca can skip anywhere she wants, as far as I'm concerned. Preferably to Cherokee so, Road. But you're going, you're going with on this one, uh, the the tribal chief Roman Reigns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shame on the company if they let the little bitty demon go in there and beat the tribal chief. I don't, uh, I don't know how it's going to happen. Yeah, there will probably be some cheating going on, but no, no, he, he's still a five foot two demon. No, no, stop. It. I, I think that stop there it. is a chance. He a can't chance. whip you. He can't whip you. Come on. 
there is a chance that Finn Balor can win because they have protected the well, because somebody for all wrote it these that years. Way. That's why it can happen because some dumbass wrote it that way. Thank you. Hey, hey, regardless I'll be here all, of week. Who, be here all week. Regardless of who that dumbass was, it doesn't matter because the demon has been protected. It would it would allow yes, Roman man. to have to have a different type of feud with Brock Lesnar, where it's more about their personal issue, the right. fight over the love of Paul Heyman, and they can, you know, without the universal well, championship storyline right there and uh now, what do you think of how Heyman, and because it is a heat getter from hell, how he drops down and slobbers all over Raven? Oh, no, my tribal chief. Oh, no, I never, I don't even know if I could do that. Uh, me and Heyman are two different types of managers, and I, I admire a lot of the stuff that Heyman can do. I wasn't a fan of his product at ECW, but man, he is a slick ass manager guy. He, he does stuff I could never dream of doing. He does stuff Cornette can't do, and he's pretty good on the fly. Uh, he doesn't need a script. He doesn't have to go to old uh, quotes and old things he read in a joke book somewhere. He He's slick. And uh, uh, there's a lot of managers I would not m- mind debating because I think I'm pretty good on the fly. But boy, Paul Heyman uh, is good. And he knows how to get the heat. And he knows when he's slobbering all over Roman Reigns, the fans are just sick. Oh no, my tribal chief. I would never. Every time he calls him my tribal chief, it pisses me off. And I was in the business 32 years. So if he can get me like, come on, you slobbering coward, you know, stand up, be a man. Uh, but no, he's he's good at what he does. Absolutely. I, I, I love it. I think Heyman's been doing some of his best work in, in years because I feel like, you know, the partnership with him and Brock Lesnar, he was kind of saying a lot of the same things over and over again, which being with Roman Reigns, it's a different type of relationship. You know, uh-huh. Brock Brock and Heyman oh, it, got it to was, the- It was the same promo every week with Brock. You're exactly yeah. right. Brock Brock and Heyman got to the point where they were like friends where Brock would be hyping up Heyman to you know to hype him up to to say yeah. great things about him and or right. say something stupid Paul like that line he said I bet I think that was back in 2013 but with Roman he has I know a, Brock very well and I know it's probably wise not to piss him off because I've done yes. that Yes. With Roman, he has more of like a subservient uh, attitude where he's just like he he's very intimidated by Roman and he just wants, uh, you know, Roman's appreciation and approval. So I like I like the difference in how he's changed up his character. And that's what makes me very interested in the Roman and Brock Lesnar feud, even without the Universal Championship. But with all that saying, I'm going with the smart money. I'm going with Roman Reigns. I'm there going with go. my head over my heart. My heart is saying that the the demon has more of a chance than anyone is giving him. But mm-hmm. I think that Roman Reigns is going to get the victory. They got to keep more of a Roman chance than I'm giving him. There's no doubt about that. Way more of a chance than I'm giving him. Uh, Jim Key says that I'm his tribal chief. We'll just, just there you go. Do it like Heyman does, and that we'll, we'll be fine. We'll be fine. There you go. The, the tribal, the tribal king. Uh, Hazelwood Hazelwood says for the love of Paul Heyman. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, um, but, but. I, I wanted to finish things off. That is all the matches for Extreme Rules. You can keep putting your thoughts, your predictions for Extreme Rules or any questions that you have in the live chat. But I did want to also mention with uh, Kenny because, you know, we talked about Owen Hart and the partnership with uh, the Owen Hart yeah. Foundation and AEW to start the show, to book end the show. I did want to bring up Dark Side of the Ring last night, which was all about uh, the double life of Chris Canyon. Chris uh-huh. Canyon is someone else that you have experience with. 
Yes. So any stories or any memories that you Absol have? Of Chris absolutely. Canyon? Absolutely. Chris Canyon was one of the nicest and sweetest men I ever knew. Uh, I have not got to see that show yet. I just watched the plane ride from hell because I'd already heard that story for most of the boys that were on it. And uh, I didn't hear too much that it changed. The only thing that was new was the perception of the flight attendant. Uh, that Obviously, I didn't have any contact with her, so I didn't have her input. <clears throat> uh, the rest of the stuff I had pretty much heard. Um, and one and was shocked that a couple of people got a pass and uh, didn't get too much out of the deal. Yeah. Um did they cover anything? And I would be shocked if they didn't, because me and uh, and um, the Sinister Minister talked about it a few years ago on my show, maybe five or six years ago. Did they talk much about Canyon being gay? Did they talk much about? That? Oh, that was that was the the kind the of the feature. Of, yeah, the bulk of the. That's I why it's called the it, double the double life of Chris Canyon. Yeah, I would have thought it would have been. Here's the thing: I knew Chris Canyon pretty good. He was in my home many times. We watched a lot of Raws and Smackdowns together. He was down here helping tutor some of the young guys. And if anybody, you know, we've had some of the guys, Mark Henry and the big show, when they first got here, had to get a bit of an attitude adjustment. They wanted $10,000 for personal appearances. They would tell us where they would and would not go. Kenny, I'm only going to be here two weeks. Don't be booking me on these things. I said, well, that's not what I heard. So <laughs> I'm going to keep booking you until they ship you back up north. And it uh, turned out both of them were here for quite some time. Um, and I, and I love Mark. Don't get me wrong. I love Mark, but when he got here, he had, and he'll be the first to tell you, I had, I had to fire Mark Henry. We'll tell that story yeah. on another show. Um, where was I going? Oh, Chris Canyon. So Chris yeah. would come over, he'd watch, uh, wrestling with us in the basement. And, and who was the big Australian that was in prison? Uh, help me uh, out. Nathan he, Jones, Nathan Jones. I had Chris Canyon, Nathan Jones, Paul London. And I think Simon Dean were all in my basement. We're watching the shows and, 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 and Nathan Jones tells a story about how he killed a man in prison. We're talking about our love of animals and pets. And he says, I had a cat. I had a cat when I was in prison. I said, yeah, you had a cat. He said, yeah, I had to kill a guy over it. I said, yeah. And so now he's got everybody's attention because the, the, the show was kind of boring. Paul London's about half falling asleep. Canyon's over there barely awake himself. Now everybody's wide awake because Nathan Jones has said, yeah, I had to kill a guy over a cat. I said, yeah, what happened? He said, well, this guy in prison killed my cat. And he says, I grabbed him, twisted his neck and threw him over several stories. Uh, apparently they were up a few stories in the prison and uh, he broke his neck and threw him over the goddamn thing. And nobody was caught. And he was saying it just as straight as anything. I said, well, didn't that add to your sentence? He says, no, any, any crimes committed in prison. That's, you know, nothing changes. Uh, uh, he killed my cat. I said, you know what? I think the guy had it coming. If he killed your cat, that some bitch had it coming. And he he woke everybody up. And uh, but Canyon would be the first to volunteer to go do personal appearances. I remember we had a big meeting with uh they're they're called Spectrum Cable now. I forget what they were called back in the day. But he knew I needed a big star to go with me to really put this over the top. And Henry wasn't available, big show wasn't available. Uh Paul London was not as big a star as the other guys. He had not yet appeared on WWE TV. Candy says, I'll go. I said, Yeah. I said, now you know this doesn't pay. He said, I don't care. He said, I'm down here helping you guys. Kenny, I'll do the meeting with you. And man, they were so thrilled. They had who better than Canyon at the corporate meeting at the yeah. and we'll call it Spectrum. I don't think they were called that then, but uh, and he helped us get a deal with Spectrum and uh, got them as a sponsor on the show. And uh, they they gave us our own special channel to do extra shows on and just the nicest, kindest man. But none of us knew he were gay. He was gay. I didn't know until Sinister Minister told me on my show five or six years ago 
And he told us the stories and that every now and then minister would threaten to rat him out, you know, when they was on the road. And yeah. he said, I took a lot of beatings from Canyon over there. What was surely to God minister was on the show. Yes, yes. He was he was probably the star uh, talking yeah. head on this uh, episode yeah, he, of he'd have the to Ring. Be. He would have yeah. to be. But see, he revealed all that on my show years ago, about six years ago. I'll have to find it and I'll send you a link to it. But it was very enlightening. And we didn't know any of this stuff till he told us. And he said Canyon used to rough him up pretty good because he didn't want that out. He thought it would ruin him in the wrestling business. And uh, and no one knew till after he died. Nobody I knew. And uh, Minister acted like not many, if any, in the wrestling business knew other than him. Uh, what did he say last night? Were there any others that were in the know other than him? Um, he told a couple of his close friends in the business, whether it be mm -hmm. like Brian Cage, the Young yeah. Bucks, uh, Luke Hoss. So, yeah, there was a the Young was Bucks a, weren't even a thing back then, were they? No. Uh, well, he didn't come out. Well, he, he came out first to, you know, uh, James Mitchell back in like okay. the WCW well, days. Of but course, yeah. in, in the latter half of his career, he really helped a lot of the young the young guys that are now major yeah. stars in like right. AEW, WWE. And the Young Bucks were one of the. the oh, I, I didn't know he had any. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he actually he actually change. met the Young Bucks when they were like 19, 15 years old. Wow. And he, wow. he like was uh -oh. one of their inspirations. Oh, that's a story we might not want to tell. <laughs> Meet, meet a couple of 15 year old boys there. <laughs> oh my God. Every time, every time everyone asks me how I met Lawler, well, I was 14 years old and I met Jerry Lawler in the back alley at the Louisville Garden. Trace says, I wish you wouldn't tell that story that way. <laughs> that just doesn't sound good. Said, in the well, back alley. Right. In the back alley. Yeah. That back alley of the Louisville Garden. That's where I met Jerry. <laughs> He's just, last time I did a Lawler show, he said, I wish you wouldn't tell that story like that. And I said, Well, Jerry, that's how it happened. For anyone who watched Dark Side of the Ring, uh, The Double Life of Chris Canyon, or anyone oh, I'll that, definitely be checking that, that out. Uh, me and anyone, my son loved him. Anyone that can't watch it and does, does want a review of it, you can check me out in about one hour, 1 p.m. Eastern time. Dark Side of the Ring, The Double Life there. of Chris Canyon review with myself and Miss Chrissy Love over on the True Hill Heat YouTube channel. So go no, over Chris, there Chris, Chrissy won't be there. I'm making an executive decision. I'll, I'll be over there for that one. You might, you might as well have the guy who had Canyon in his basement hearing Nathan go. Jones stories. There you go. I, I was just podcast all day. I got like four shows to do today, so why not? Have just come on in. Um, yeah. But but how many people Kenny, we can block on that show? Exactly. But Kenny, let the people know where they can find you on social media, your YouTube channel, everything you got going on. Very easy on social media. If it says Starmaker Bowling, a uh, pretty good chance that'll be me. Uh, Facebook is forward slash Starmaker Bowling. Twitter is at Starmaker Bowling. Instagram is Starmaker Bowling. I'm not there much, but every now and then. Uh, and of course the big show, the big, the big Titanic, uh, the big, the bowling alley, uh, youtube.com forward slash the bowling alley. Uh, sometimes we do YouTube exclusives. Sometimes we'll do them on all the shows and on our audio podcasts are doing very good. We're averaging about 50,000 listens a month. Uh, nice. and, but we do put out a lot of content. That's not per show. That's, that's all of our content. And uh, our views on YouTube, we're hovering around 20, 30,000 views. Once again, not uh, per show. Other than the Cornette show when we exposed him, that got 41,000 views. Uh, but uh, overall content throughout the month, we're averaging about 30,000 views a month. So it's going very well. We're very pleased. Uh, we demonetized the show so that people could make donations and become members. Uh, we probably need to start need to doing memberships here on your show. Let them be members. Little income coming in. Pay for Absolutely. a new car. You can scam them, man. They're so easy to scam. You've heard the stories about me. Just scam these people. I mean, my God. So scam easy. them all. Scam them Charles all. But yes. 
And I am one quarter Cherokee. I'm more of a tribal chief than Roman Reigns is. I might, I might fight Roman Reigns. Just put him in his. There place. you go. You can. You Wouldn't be embarrassing if they booked it where a sixty-one-year-old man beat the tribal chief. That'd be terrible. Bad knees and all. You could battle for the for the moniker of tribal chief for sure. There you go. Uh, there you and go. you can find me on the Twitter machine at True Heel SP3. And before Raju tries to take my check for this uh, this uh, stream here, oh, oh he sure will. He will. I should no, promote. No, no. I should promote on Sunday. We got myself and Kevin Kellum at 12 p.m. Eastern time, 9:30 p.m. at Indian Standard Time. I guess that is on the Sports Keto Wrestling Indian YouTube. Standard Time. That's a thing. <laughs> Didn't I don't know, know that. Uh, on the Sports Keto Wrestling YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter, it's going to be myself versus Kevin Kellum. Extreme Rules Trivia. We're going to do trivia from all of the oh, past Extreme oh, Rules I'm, 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 I'm out of that show. <laughs> all, of the, all of the trivia from past Extreme Rules events, as well as a little bit from ECW as well. There's going to be no, so no, much isn't, fun. Isn't, isn't Mr. Kellum my biggest fan? I, I hear he wants me on all day, every day. I, I've heard rumors about that. Yes, he he loves you. He loves well, you. I love Kevin. him. I love him too. I love anybody that loves me. There you go. There you go. So just join us. Hit the subscribe button. Hit the bell to stay notified for all the great content right here. Like I said before, we got uh, we got Smack Talk later tonight following SmackDown and Rampage. We got a uh, run in on that show. Me and Dutch haven't been together in quite some time. You, you got you got some pull over there because is Rise. You got any pull? To do do we need the king over there tonight? <laughs> you might need you if because we're starting at midnight tonight. Midnight. We're starting oh, Dutch at ain't gonna, Dutch ain't gonna 12, be there. Just, just pencil me in if Dutch doesn't show. I'll be there and take the old man's place. Twelve oh five. You know, you know I'm ten years. I'm ten years younger in body and thirty five years younger in mind. So if you need me. 12.05 a.m. Eastern time. I'm on deck. I'm over at the Reds dugout. I'm on deck waiting if you need me. If Dutch is asleep or the big guy next door doesn't give Dutch the password, you you, you let me know. We're going to talk about SmackDown, the Go Hope Show for Extreme Rules, as well as a two-hour rampage with uh, CM Punk's first match on TV in seven years versus Powerhouse Hobbs. You're going to have the Young Bucks and Adam Cole versus Christian Cage and Jurassic Express. Lights out match, Minoru Suzuki and Lance Archer versus John Moxley and Eddie Kingston. So join us here on the Sports Keto Wrestling YouTube channel with myself, Dutch Mantel, and Ricky Chino talking about all the action for or, or me if Dutch to it or me or, or if, Kenny if, if if Dutch is asleep and then I of course if Dutch is asleep now he's going to be asleep at four he'll be asleep at eight he'll be asleep at midnight so uh, got, I'm going to be ready I'm going to be ready to go we got top story later on today right here on the Sports Keto Wrestling YouTube channel we're going to have a post show for Extreme Rules on Sunday and if you want to follow me and my ex boys True Hill Heat on on Twitter Facebook and Instagram and the True Hill Heat YouTube channel tomorrow we go live 11:05 a.m. Eastern time with four-time Emmy award winner Chris Van Vliet True Hill Heat 144 at 11 11:05 a.m. Eastern time tomorrow on the True Hill Heat YouTube I was on his show not long ago. Very nice guy. Very nice guy. Way too many viewers. Way too many views, though. Uh, he's doing something wrong. He's got like a hundred, hundred million, hundred million views. Something like that. He, he, he's not pissing anybody off. I, I got to work with him. I don't know what he's doing. Uh, but, what the hell is Raiju posting? So how, how do you put the word "happy" and Corbin in the same sentence? Hey, I, I am not even going to highlight that comment because. <laughs> You got executive privilege. We don't got to put exactly. that crap over here. Exactly. But remember, we should the, block him. I think we should block him. 
Remember to put a thumbs up on this video. Share this video on all your favorite social media platforms. Hit the subscribe button. Hit the bell to stay notified for all the great content right here on Sports Keto Wrestling. For Kenny Bolin, it is me, it is me, your true heel phenom, SP3. This has been the Sports Keto Wrestling, WWE, Extreme Rules, Predictions, and Preview. We are signing off until next time.